Hey, good morning, good night, good evening, whatever time of day it is for you. This is your girl again, Miss T, coming at you with some more of that what's in that cup, what's in that cup. I want to say it's tea time, but, you know, might not be tea in the cup. So, we're going to make this, I won't say short and sweet, but we're going to make it sweet. We're going to make it real, real good. So, What's in that cup? What's in that cup? Do you have your cup? That's all I want to know is do you have your cups ready? Because I need you guys to look into your cups and tell me what's in that cup, what's in that cup. Now, yeah, it's a chance that what's in my cup might not be in your cup. But we're going to make it do what it do, baby. Okay? Okay? So, what's in that cup on this end? I'm telling you guys, like, right now, you are going to love what's in this cup because i'm about to help somebody all the way through so self-love self-love i'm gonna say it one more time self-love what's in that cup what's in that cup self-love that's what's in that cup baby so what is self-love t let me see what are you talking about what is that i mean hey everybody knows to love themselves right that's nothing hard where you coming from with this you ain't talking about nothing i said let's talk about it so we gonna talk about it so what's in that cup what's in that cup self-love self-love okay so first thing first the bible says which is a commandment of god to love your neighbor as you love yourself Love your neighbors as you love yourself. Love your neighbors as you love yourself. Now think about that for a quick brief second. Boop, time up. What? How would that look if we really did love our neighbors like we love ourselves? Because see, this is what I was fashioned to believe. I was fashioned to believe that you love everybody else first and then you last. Because everybody else is more important than you are to you. You know the scripture that says it's better to give than to receive or be a cheerful giver? I don't even know if there is a particular scripture that says it's better to give than to receive. I do know that the word says be a cheerful giver. But if we loved everybody else before ourselves, then we would be denying ourselves this thing that I just told you was in the cup. It's called self-love. Can't do it. Because if you're going to love your neighbor like you love yourself, as you love yourself, that's what that means, then this level of love that you have for you, you're going to portray it. You're going to give it out to everybody else. But if you don't love yourself, if you don't know how to love yourself, you cannot effectively love anyone else. I'm going to say that one more time. If you do not love yourself, you cannot effectively love anyone else. So, Miss T, what are some things that can steal that God-given command that says love your neighbor as you love yourself? There are so many different factors So many different things, so many different stumbling blocks, so many different hindrances that can keep us from that place that we're supposed to be in. Remember, I said it's a commandment. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Who is he? I'm talking about Jesus. That's who I'm talking about. I'm talking about God. Yes. If you do not love yourself, you cannot love your neighbor. You can play, play, love them. You can false love them. 
But the real, 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 you can't do it. Because first of all, you have to even know how to operate in love, which means you have to tap into the Holy Spirit. You have to tap into the spirit of God in order to really effectively get how love works, because there's so many scriptures on love is crazy. But love doesn't puff itself up. Love is patient. Love is kind. How many of us give up on a situation, give up on a person, give up on relationships because we're not patient? So that means we're not executing or operating in true love. But I'm going to get back here because I don't want to get too far off. Now, there are some things that can definitely hinder that commandment, which says for you to love your neighbor as you love yourself. I'm going to start with the first one. Boop. Rejection. Yep. Rejection. And it stimulates a spirit of fear. Abuse. Rape, molestation, child abuse, overly disciplined a child with verbally, you know, verbally or even corporal punishment. You know, some of us, somebody came up with this thing some years and years and years ago. I'm sure it was before I was born, way before I was born. But there's this little cliche, this, this saying that sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Biggest lie ever told. Yep. I'd rather you beat me with the belt then beat me with your tongue if what's coming out of your mouth is not giving life to me now there are some times that people speak to us in a way that we need to be spoken to in that particular way because the word of god also says whom he loves he chasing so he's gonna rebuke you sometimes openly but at the end of the day it's all done in love and some of us do not know how to correct one another in love because we're looking so much at the situation and not the person. We're looking at the person, really, and not the spirit behind the person. Because remember, we're, we're spirit beings. We're spiritual beings living this natural experience. So, you know, when we speak, when we open our mouths, the word of God says that there's life and death in the power of the tongue. Come on, somebody. Huh? I'm telling you, it is. I need you to start looking it up. Start getting your word because at the end of the day, the word of God also says that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Huh? Okay. All right. We talking about self-love, but at the end of the day, you cannot learn to love yourself if you do not know the word because the word is going to teach you how to do everything that you do. That word Gonna make it do what it do. I'm telling you, it is not gonna return void if you operate in it the right way. But some things that can um hinder that that commandment, which again, if you just coming in, I want to say love your neighbor as you love yourself. So there are some things that that I mentioned that can hinder that process. And the first one was rejection, which stimulates from fear, or fear stimulates from rejection, vice versa. Abuse, rape, molestation, child abuse, overdisciplining a child with strong verbiage or corporal punishment, divorce, betrayal of a best friend. And all those things that I just listed brings about a spirit of low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. Can you picture low self-esteem and love walking together? I wonder how that would look. Hmm. You're right. Not good. Not at all. Mm -mm. 
does not look good. They are not equally yoked. I'm going to tell you that right now. They are not equally yoked. Low self-esteem and love are not equally yoked. You know why I say that? Because if you read the scripture again, the Bible says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And when he looked at us, he said we were good. He said, mm, check me. Boom. Got another one. So if you are experiencing low self-esteem, the enemy has crept in somewhere to to beguile you and to trick you into believing that you're less than what God said you are, that you are less than who God said you are, that you are less than where you are supposed to be. So I'm going to need you to reposition. I'm going to need you to get information and I'm going to need you to start operating today in self-love. Miss T, what you talking about? Why you going so hard? Why you doing it like that? You know why? Because I love you enough to tell you the truth. Truth equals life. So this is a truth equals life moment with your girl, Miss T. Because we talking about what's in this cup, baby. Because what you eat and drink, you generally become, right? Come on, somebody. Boop. Right there. Okay. So now that we found out some things, and these are not, this is by far all of the things that can bring about a spirit of not loving yourself. Um, I, I used to, you know, for myself, I used, there were times where I thought I was too fat. There was times when I thought I was too skinny. A lot of times when I thought I was too dark, you know, when light skin was really in. But that melanin popping now, boop, boop. Yes, it is. But you know what? I had low self-esteem because a lot of the things that I listed or mentioned before had happened to me. So when a child is violated, raped, or molested, they begin to wear that thing in silence, in quiet, in hiding, because they generally think that they had something to do with that particular thing happening to them. Well, maybe if I wasn't too dark, or maybe if I wasn't too skinny, or maybe if I wasn't too fat, or maybe if I was pretty enough, and you start taking on that burden that does not belong to you. And so that is alone is a trick of the enemy to get you backed up in the corner so you can begin to isolate yourself. But I'm coming to tell you all today, self-love is mandatory. If you do not learn to love yourself, you cannot effectively love anyone else. If you do not love yourself first, you cannot effectively love anyone else. So God told me a couple years ago, I need you to start living. You know why he said I need you to start living? Because I was just existing. And even, I'm going to say even up until recently, I had fallen back into that place of existence. Because I started trying to reweigh situations. Things that, that I should have put down years and years and years ago, I kept picking it back up. You know why I kept picking it back up? Because I had become addicted to pain. I had become addicted to dysfunction. I had become addicted to that feeling of, it, it was a security blanket for me because if I continue to pick this thing up, it gives me an excuse. It gives me a reason to not love the way that God told me to love. You know why? Because we want people to pay for what they did to us in so many different ways that we hide. It's called the spirit of deception. We'll hide out behind the thing and we'll say, oh, I love you. Oh, forgive me or I forgive you. But at the end of the day, your heart is still not circumcised. Man, come on, somebody. I'm just listen. By the time we get done, you are going to understand that you need to love yourself, whether you know 
or learn all of tonight how to fully do it, you're going to know that you need to do it. That's the case in point right there. So you have to learn to love yourself. You have to learn to love yourself. You cannot live for other people and not live for you. What I was saying before is a couple years ago, the Holy Spirit gave me this, um, this antidote. I call it the antidote. I call it a formula to live. Okay, so living for me, live, is to love in volume every day. I'm going to say that again. And it's an acronym for live. Love, and he said to love you. I had to do this for me first. Love me. Touch yourself and say, I need to love me. Love me. Love you. Intentionally in volume every day. Not when you feel like it. Not when it's convenient. Not when the money is right. Not when the relationship is right. Not when everybody is on your side, you know. But every single day. You have to practice Loving yourself in volume every day. And this will create the synergy for you to live and not just exist. Man, listen, I'm telling you, do y'all not believe me? Because I'm really telling you that this thing by far has had me so trapped in a box, in a cell, in everything that I could lock myself away in. Because I had low self-esteem. Because of some of the things that was done. And I'll tell you that a lot of you guys don't probably don't believe that divorce will bring about certain things in your life. Because it 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 you start feeling rejected. You start feeling neglected. Which goes back to that first thing I said, rejection, which stimulates from fear or fear stimulates from rejection. And you start operating in everything outside of what God has designed for you. The word of God says that he didn't give us a spirit of fear, but he gave us love, power and soundness of mind. I'm going to say that one more time. God gave us love, power and soundness of mind. And if you do not gravitate to the things that God has on the table for you, you are going to be hungry. You are going to starve yourself. You are going to be malnourished. You have got to love yourself before you can effectively love anyone else. You cannot love your neighbor effectively until you love yourself. You cannot. Hey, listen, it's not my fault. I'm just telling you because I want to help you. And this thing, it goes, it runs so deep that if you do not learn how to love yourself, you will accept everything negative that anybody has to say about you. You will start believing that thing because you are not seeing you through the eyes of God. You're seeing you through the eyes of man. And who is man that he can validate you? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So I want you guys to really, 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 really think about what I'm saying tonight. I want you to go get you some paper, write down some things that you know have put you in a place to where you don't really love yourself, that you you would rather pour out to other people and everybody else and make yourself last in order to feel big. But how are you going to be big when little got you? Hello, somebody. Um, that was from my Bishop William Murphy. How you going to be big when little got you? What does little look like? Low self-esteem. 
low self-esteem. You cannot effectively walk in the ways of God with low self-esteem because God, he, he ain't tripping. He doesn't ha- he's not having an identity crisis, but most of us are. Because of things that were said to us when we were children, things that were said to us when we were married, things that were said to us when we were in friendships, relationships. I had this friend one time, broke my heart so bad, y'all. And when I'm going to tell you, when I love, I love hard. But when I hate, oh, baby, yes, I hate. Listen, I, I don't know how to be in the middle. It's either black or white for me. I'm either all in or all out. I, I do not know how to. And so that's why when when I wasn't operating in, in the love of God in the way that I should have been operating. It was crazy for me because I know what I was supposed to be doing. I just didn't know. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't. Y'all I forgot my thought. Man, good God almighty. That devil ain't no but a fool. Hmm. Bring it back to my remembrance, Holy Ghost. Because I need y'all to get this. I need you to understand that if you do not love yourself, you cannot. This is what I was going to say. You cannot mirror. You cannot look like the figure that God has already created. Remember, he said before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. So he knows what your end result is going to be. Or what your end result is designed to be. But if you do not tap into the knowledge and wisdom of God, you cannot experience the true love of God. Which means that you cannot walk in that place that you're supposed to walk in. Some of y'all right now, that while I'm speaking, while you're listening, some of you guys right now are supposed to be millionaires, multimillionaires. But you know why you're not? Because you missed it somewhere along the way. Somewhere along the way when God said, let it go. When he said, forgive. When he said, push forward. You did it for about a week. And then all of a sudden, you fell back. You fell back because something came up. That that stirred, that stink back up. And then you start wallowing in that stink again like an old pig. Wallowing in, his, in, in, the, play, in the mud. You start doing that all over. And every time you begin to do that, you set yourself back. And the devil sits back and he's laughing. He was like, look at that big dummy. There she go again. I thought she said she let this go. But it, but, but one of my points prior to was I was, I got comfortable in the state that I was in. Now, Paul did say be content in the state that you're in. But you, you, you have to understand the state that you're in and what that state is doing to you. If it's not doing anything to elevate you, and there are some times that we go through things, God purposely put us in things. So he brings us down so that he can take us up. But it's not for our glory, it's for his. Hello, somebody. We're still talking about self-love now. I know I done start, went gone into this major teaching thing, but I, I need y'all to get it. I need y'all to understand that to starting today, starting tonight, whatever time of day it is for you, you need to pick up this trait called love. It's an attribute of God. You have got to do it. I'm not talking about do it for anybody else. I'm talking about first do it for you because you have to love you first. You have to love you first. See, we, we forget the order. There's an order. God is a God of decency and order. Man, look at him. I'm telling you, he's a God of decency and order. He said, 
the word of God says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He loved the world enough to give up something. To come out of his comfort zone. Hmm? Huh? You trying to stay comfortable? Oh, no, 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 no. So you're going to have to learn how to be uncomfortable. Live in an uncomfortable state so that you can be elevated. You cannot be elevated if you are going to stay in your comfort zone. You cannot play it safe and say you're operating in faith. Do not go together. They do not. They don't go together. Now, what I don't want you guys to miss, uh, misconstrue is this, that there are times when fear stands up, when fear shows up, when fear feels like they need to escort you on the court. Well, I say this to that. Go ahead and let fear escort you on the court. As long as faith is on the other side. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we're going to double date tonight, huh? Oh, so you're going to be a third wheel. Oh, okay, we're going to see how long that's going to last. Because somebody going to get jealous in a minute. But if you start operating in faith, fear cannot stay present. It cannot. So if you're scared, go ahead and do it scared. But And I guarantee you, fear is going to fall off. Fear is going to fall by the wayside. Listen, man, we have... We have so, so gone over our time here. And there's really no, no time, no going over the time. But I just, I don't want to bore you guys because we're coming with something every week. And I want to start taking calls. I want people to start calling in and asking questions and giving, you know, some advice on, on the subject that we're speaking of. I'm going to put the subject out there a couple of days prior to releasing, you know, the, the podcast, but I need you guys to start thinking about some of these things that I've said because your what next is connected to the love. I'm going to say that one more time. Your what next, and I ain't going to even charge you for this one, okay? Your what next is connected to your love. The right love, not just your love, but the right love. So you're questioning, you're going back and forth with, so if I forgive them, I got to have a relationship with them. No, that's not what that means. But it doesn't mean that you get to still hide out behind that thing either. It doesn't mean that you get to try to dodge the person because you have not figured out yet how to be cordial and speak whether they, you are involved or not. Because at the end of the day, the whole point is to do it God's way. So if I did something that was just so, so bad, and I trust and know that I have done some bad things. Oh, yeah. Your girl, Miss T, yes, hadn't always been in a place where she can hear and do what thus said the Lord. Mm-hmm. Good God from Zion. I just got this thing last week, y'all. I'm, I'm just saying. You know, because we're constantly evolving. We're constantly growing. We're constantly uh, being exposed to some of the things that's going on inside of us. So I'm not saying that you, you because you forgive somebody, the next day you're back ace boom coon. You back in that relationship. You back in that friendship. And you just picked up where you left off. No, it's called trust has to be restored. But just think about it. If God did us like we do people, 
sometimes. Would we even have an opportunity to say, I'm going to try to make heaven my home? Mm-mm. You wouldn't have a chance because he's already done wrote you off. Like we've written some people off. And I, I don't, I really do not want you guys to take this out of context because there are some people that you cannot have a relationship with. But at the same time, you still should not be harboring that hatred and malice in your heart towards that person. If when you see that person, if you start feeling a certain type of way, if you start cringing, if you start feeling anxiety and anger rise up, then you know that thing is it's still there. It's still there. I'm telling you, it's still there. And there are some people and some things that I'm I'm trying to work out of my system so that I don't continue to hinder myself. You know how many years behind I am? I'm I'm one of those multimillionaires that I was speaking about earlier. I'm one of those people. But because I did not do everything that God was telling me to do when he told me to do it, I cut myself short. But, oh, that's okay. Because I'd rather get it late than never. I'd rather get it late than never. At some point, you are going to have to say to yourself that my destiny is more important than the unforgiveness that I'm trying to hold on to. Because un the unforgiveness is actually paralyzing you. It's crippling you. It's putting you in a position to where you look out of place. You look like you don't belong there. You know why? Because you're saying one thing, but you're doing another. And to the world, it looks hypocritical. It looks like hypocrisy because people are judging your actions according to what you've said. There are so, so, so many times I've said to God when God say, hey, I need you to say this. I need you to release this. I need you to post this on Facebook or whatever. And I'd be like, man, come on now. Good God. Why do I do that? Because, you know, every time I say something, boom, here I come. I'm tested. Here come the ultimate test for me. Oh, 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 so you you forgave him? Oh, so you moving forward? Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. And then the devil be like, yeah, yo, Jay, let me holler at you real quick. He be like, what you want? What you want, devil? What you want now? He was like, man, listen. I was, you know, you know, just kind of like, you know, walking around seeking whom I made devour. You know, I just want to pull up on somebody. That's all. He was like, oh, you want to pull up on somebody, huh? Yes, I do. Okay, well, have you tried my servant to one? Like, man, come on now. You know you got the head around the girl and she ain't going to do this or she ain't going to do that. He was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you go, if you go press that button right there, that, that green one right there, it's, it's on green. It's already on green. If you press that one. You might get a you might get a reaction out of her. But I'm telling you, don't press the other one because it's red. Don't press that one. You, you can't mess with that right there. But you press that green one because it, the, but see God is knowing all the while why he gave him the green light. He gave him the green light for a reason. Because he need that thing to go red. He need that thing when that button is pushed. Don't nothing happen. Don't nothing happen. I said don't nothing. Not, not anything happens. I said don't nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 
I put them two negatives right there together because I need you to understand that when you are operating in love, the devil ain't got nothing on you. He can't. He can't. Listen, listen, listen. Whatever time that is for you, I need you all to let this marinate. I need you to let it marinate. I need you to learn self-love. I need you to get this today because I'm telling you your what next is connected to it. If you don't love you enough, you cannot write the vision and make it plain and take it and run with it. You know why? Because eventually low self-esteem going to show back up. It's going to pop back up. Rejection going to pop back up. Fear going to pop back up. All these things are going to pop back up. And it's going to put you back where you were. Is there anybody other than Miss T? Hold on, because I, I need to sip on this right here. I need I need to drink something about this cup, because see, this cup's still full. I need to go. Hold on, y'all. Let me give me a little drink real quick. Ooh, that was some good stuff right there. Listen. Listen, Linda, listen. If you do not... Put yourself in the position that you are supposed to be in. Because God is not going to put you there. I'm sorry. I know you waiting on God. I know you just praying and waiting on God. <sighs> You're going to be waiting till he come, honey. Let me tell you. Because the word says, be ye he. You be a hearer and a doer of the word. Be ye a hearer and doer of the word. You can't just hear it and not do it. You can't say you have faith and there's no works following. I'm just, I done prayed about the situation and I'm waiting on God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I want to see you do it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, God is not a rapist. He don't force himself on anybody. He gives you that window of opportunity to do what it is you need to do. But real quick, let me go back to this and then I got to get off here because I got some other things that I need to do. You guys, but I just need to know what's in that cup. What substance are you working with? But here's the thing. When the devil was walking, seeking whom he may devour, and God released him, say, oh, you can go mess with Job. You can go holler at Job because I know Job has this thing about him. You know, he has this, this, uh, this special anointing on his life, this grace on his life that he's going to honor me no matter what. And, you know, he's, he, you know. But let me tell y'all something. Let me tell you something. See, see, God will talk you up. You know, he, he going he gonna to always blow you up and make you look bigger than the devil. Because, see, he can't let the devil feel like he got some ground. But that joker is the prince of the air. I don't care what nobody tell y'all. You got something you working with. Don't, don't try to minimize the devil and, and trick yourself into believing that, you know, it's just a, oh, just this little bitty pebble. No, no, no. That joker is the prince of the air. So wherever you are, he's right there. Oh, no, because God, God is omnipresent. The devil is not omnipresent. Okay, where is air? Not. Tell me where air is not. You can't. Okay. Hallelujah. Release it now. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. When Job got tested, when Job got tried, he did not look like what he had been talking about. He did not look like what he had been saying. 
He did not look like the testament that he had already given. Hmm. You know why I say that? Because when things got real bad, like they do or have for some of us, when they got real bad, Job got mad. Oh, yes, he did. He was hurt. He was like, yo, gee, what's up? Come on, doc, man. How you going to do me like that? Why you? What? He said, I cursed the day that I was born. Can I tell y'all Job was uh, suicidal? Uh Uh-uh. See, y'all don't want to talk about that part, though. Y'all just want to talk about Jesus' wealth and and God is love and, you know, Joseph endured and, you know, all these. uh Uh-uh. Let's deal with the reality of it. That joker said, I cursed the day that I was born. Man, I wish I wasn't even here. I don't even want to be here no more. God, why did you even bring me into this earth? Why did you even bring me into this realm over here? He was suicidal. And see, this is leading up to next week's topic because we're going to talk about this mental health thing. We're going to talk about this stigma that has been placed on mental health and PTSD and all these other things that are psychological where you would actually have to go see a psychiatrist. You have to actually go sit before a shrink and sit on the couch and cross your leg and talk and have your tissues right there and cry when you need to cry. Y'all need to do that. I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going I'm to I'm leave this one little tip with you before I leave to get you more focused again on self-love. I need you all to start writing down those things that so easily beset you so that you can put them in their perspective places because the enemy is not going to let up. He is not. Release it now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not. He's not. I'm telling you that right now. He's not. So, again, this your girl, Miss T, bringing you... What's in that cup? What's in that cup? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So just hang tight with me. Just hang in there. We gonna, next week, we're going to have some questions, some answers, you know, some people calling in, giving their tidbit on this session right here because I want to know what it is that is so easily besetting you. I want to know who it is or what it is that has told you that you will not win, that you are not on the winning team, that this is not your winning season. It is. It is. God always wants you to win. There's really not a winning season, but God, because God always wants you to win. He said, I wish above all that you will prosper even in good health. He wants he want you good. He want everything about you good. He want everything that he sees on his end for you to see on your end. And it's going to have to start with love, self-love. You cannot love your neighbor effectively unless you love you first. So you have to love you intentionally in volume every day. You have to learn to live. You got to start living, baby. You got to start doing some of those things that are fun. Don't be so serious, y'all. I'm such a serious person. Like, I'm structured. I'm ordered. You know, and sometimes people don't really, they don't get me. Um... Because I have this this righteous indignation type thing where people look at it as me being judgmental. I'm not being judgmental. It's called in my nature, in my DNA, I like right over wrong. I like right over wrong. I like right over wrong. 
people, come on. You got to get in a place to where you like right more than you like wrong. And when you get into that place, you, you inadvertently are going to challenge other people to put down the wrong and pick up the right. And people don't like that. You know why? Because they don't like change. They don't like challenge unless they are changing and challenging themselves at their own pace. But can I tell you, you better pick the pace up. You better pick up the pace, pick up the pace, pick up the pace and get some of this stuff off of you that does not belong on you and put on those things that do. The word of God says to put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That joker is the prince of the air. I'm telling you, wherever you at, he's there too. Uh-huh, he is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes. Okay, so I am going to kind of slip on up out of here, but I want y'all to get your questions, have some answers, go do some study, go do some research. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about this thing again next week because I want to hear your thoughts on it. I want to know what you think. Holla at your girl, Miss T. Tea time. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's in that cup? What's in that cup? Until next time. Peace. I love y'all so freaking much. I love you big. I love you big. How you going to be big when little got you? Get rid of little baby. Uh, crush the low self-esteem and stand up. Queens and my kings, I love you. And there's absolutely nothing that you can do about it. Okay? Okay? There is absolutely nothing. That you can do about it. So that was your girl Miss T coming at you with a what's the net cup, what's the net cup type of moment. Mm, 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 mm. Stay tuned, baby. Good morning, good evening, good night, whatever time of day it is for you. Hey, this is your girl, Miss T, back again with another edition of What's in That Cup? What's in That Cup? Tea time with your girl, Miss T. So, how y'all been? Oh, my goodness. It seems like it's been forever. And it was just like eight days ago that I did this, my first uh, show last week. So guys, I promised you that I will be coming once a week with the show uh, with something from what's in that cup, what's in that cup. Because listen, it is so important for you to know what you're sipping on. It is so important for you to understand that what you eat and what you drink, you become eventually, you become those things. Y'all know you sit around and you eat Twinkies and cupcakes and, and pies and and all this stuff and eventually you start seeing some rolls right you start seeing them little fat rolls in places that you don't normally normally see them okay so what we're gonna do right here right now is we're gonna learn how to eat and how to drink because we need to know what's in that cup what's in that cup so you can't go to a restaurant and just pick up a cup and start drinking you don't go to the bar and just throw food on your plate and start eating you have to examine what you are getting ready to partake of y'all feel me okay so again this is your girl miss t for those of you that may come in a little bit later the show is what's in that cup what's in that cup sipping on some tea with your girl miss t okay so we're gonna talk about it let's talk let's talk y'all know i like to talk come on now yes i do so last week on the show we talked about self-love, loving yourself. So I just kind of want to reiterate some things because I really don't want you guys to forget because 
it is so important right now guys i need y'all to hear me this is a this is a podcast show and i'm gonna try to keep it at 30 minutes or less if i can but i have to move by the spirit so I want you guys to really, really, really understand that we are in a season right now. We are in this flow of the prophetic. God is speaking. God is doing. God is speaking. God is doing. God is moving. He's doing things. And if you miss it, if you miss the move, if you miss, if you don't understand the words that are coming out of his mouth, you are going to set yourself back for another 10, 15, 20 years. How many of you have that kind of time? didn't think so i know i don't i don't so here's what we're gonna do i want to reiterate what we talked about on the show last week and some things that hinder us from moving forward from loving ourselves that scripture last week the key thing that was in that cup was self-love and the scripture that i pulled from was love your neighbor as you love yourself that's a commandment love your neighbor as you love yourself now how can you love your neighbor if you don't love as you love yourself if you don't love yourself i'm gonna sit there right there for about three seconds Boop. time's up did you get it just think how that would look if you loved your neighbor as you love yourself now some of y'all got that thing down pat some of y'all have blossomed and groomed yourselves and bloomed and 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 gotten that concept of self-love some of you have some of you guys are already ahead of the game but for those of us that are not i'm talking to y'all today because i need for you to catch up i need for you to get in the game i need for you to get on the field and stay on the field don't be tossed by every wind and doctrine because you you eventually you're gonna look crazy eventually you're going to look crazy if every little wind every little thing shakes you up rattles you moves you and keeps you in this place oh my god okay so let me go back real quick so self-love loving yourself things that can steal that god-given command which is love your neighbor as you love yourself rejection which stem is is stimulated from fear abuse rape molestation child abuse a child that's being overly disciplined verbally or corporally with with, uh, corporal punishment divorce betrayal from a best friend low self-esteem i'm too fat i'm too skinny i'm too dark i'm too tall i'm too light Uh, uh. come on look in the mirror and see what god sees he says you are fearfully and wonderfully made and everything that he made was good i'm gonna say that one more time you are fearfully and wonderfully made and everything that god made he saw that it was good because he made man in his own image and if you are formed and fashioned as a man not just man and gender but man period you are formed out of the likeness of god and so basically what you're trying to tell yourself or what the enemy is telling you is that you're not good so therefore god is not good god was confused when he made you he hit you with the ugly stick the devil is a lie 
You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You have all the compartments that you need to be who God has called you to be. You have all the compartments that you need. You every little drawer, every little knob, every little thing that you need to be successful. Every little thing that you need to attain the wealth that with that measure that he's given you, you have it. He gave it to you. He did. He I'm telling you he did. Come on, man. Seriously. So that that low self-esteem will keep you in a place of not loving yourself and it 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 takes away from the self-love but how can you effectively love somebody else if you don't love you and see this has been a trick of the enemy he see i i said last week in the show that i was made to believe not that someone sat me down and said hey this is what you should believe but this is what i saw being practiced that if you love everybody else first and love you last god is pleased because it's better to give than to receive uh no ma'am no sir no thank you you have to love you first You have to first love yourself in order to even know how to love God. Because there's a love language that goes from him to you back and forth, back and forth. And if you don't get that love language right, the love language between anybody else is going to be tainted. So let's get that self-love together. All right, so I don't want I don't want to um stay too much on the self love, but I just wanted to reiterate some things to you guys because, like I said, we're in a season, we're in a flow right now where God is prophetically speaking and moving and doing things, and if you don't get in the flow, if you don't catch it, you gonna miss it. I mean, and 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 let me just be clear real quick right here. Some of you may think that you have your house, you have your car, you have your career, you have your kids, you have this, you have that. But if that's if that's not where God wants you, you are not where you're supposed to be. Huh? If you have all those things, and I'm not saying that it's not good to have them. Hey, it is. Because the cattle on a thousand hills belongs to him and he's richest he's rich with houses and land oh yes he is yes he is y'all remember the story about the prodigal son how he left and he was out there working for the people that work for his daddy uh-huh he was rich he had wealth but he got besides himself and started smelling himself and he you know god the 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 father gave him what he asked for and let him go bumped his head a couple times and he came back but that that father is a representation of how our father really loves us and see this is how you learn self-love when you get into the grain of god you learn how to love like god loves when you get into the grain of God, you learn how to love like God loves. And I'm going to tell y'all right now today, because this is going to lead up to what's in that cup on today. But I have not in my 20 something years of, of being a Christian and saying I'm a follower of Christ loved how God loves. I have not. So when you can tell the truth, when you can be honest about where you are, 
then things can happen. I'm telling you, we're in a prophetic flow right now. We're in a, we're in a prophetic season where God is speaking and he's moving and he's doing things. And if you don't get where you're supposed to be, you're going to set yourself back another 10, 15, 20 years. And I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to raise my hands. Can I just say a word? Can I just wave my hands? Let me tell y'all something. I am behind because I didn't know how to do what was required of me. I didn't understand the arithmetic. I didn't understand the, the, the formulas that were sitting there before me. I didn't know how to use the formulas to get the problem solved. I did not. So I'm behind and I'm playing catch up, but it's okay. Cause it's not over till God says it's over baby. So until these eyes shut for good, I'm going to stay on my grind to get in the place where I'm supposed to be with God. I'm trying to get right with God, not y'all. Let's just be clear on that. So for you people that are people pleasers, because I used to be that too. It's time for you to get right with God and not with people. Because when you get right with God, he'll make it all right with people for you. Huh? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Even if the other person is not in a place where they should be, you being where you're supposed to be with God is going to give you a peace that passes all understanding. Come on, somebody. I just said something right there. And that one was for free. Go ahead. Take it. I want you to have it because the peace of God is better than the peace of man. I'd rather have a peace of God than a peace of man. That's why I'm still single and celibate because I choose to have the peace of God in my life versus a peace of man. If you're not coming all the way, if you're not coming for real, for real, because this girl know who she is and who she is. I know who I am and whose I am. And if you don't know who you are and whose you are, you can't walk. You cannot walk with me, man of God. You got to have a vision. Write it and make it plain if this girl going to follow. Because I'm not going to just follow anything and anybody. I'm not. Mm-mm. Even when it comes down to church nowadays, I don't just, just bloop pop up in church just because it's Sunday or because it's Tuesday or because it's Wednesday. No, I'm being led by the spirit of God. Wherever he tells me to go, whatever he tells me to say, whatever he tells me to do, I'm praying in this season that my spirit is so sensitive that I will do just that. No matter how crazy it looks, no matter how funny it sounds, no matter how bad it feels, it's got to be done. Okay. So anyway, 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 mm, let me see. Cause um this tea, whoo, looking mighty good to me. <sighs> yes, honey, yes. So what's in that cup? What's in that cup? What's in that cup? Hey, hey, what's in that cup? What's in that cup? Hey, 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 what's in that cup? What's in that cup? Okay, y'all ready? I see a mask. I see M-A-S-K. And it says mask. Hmm. Mask. Who has a mask? Anybody know what a mask is or what it is to mask? 
So God deals with me in acronyms. And he just broke this down for me. Mask. It means some of us. And I'm going to be inclusive in this conversation. I am going to put myself on front street. I am going to expose everything that is not like God and me. Why? Because you, the listener right now, I love you so much for listening. Thank you so much. But you do not have a heaven and hell to put me in. So why should I feel timid about unveiling myself before you? Y'all got that? Okay, so mask. Mask is mentoring a secret and it kills mastering and mentoring a secret kills mastering and mentoring a secret kills m-a-s-k mastering mentoring a secret kills what do you mean by that miss t okay i'm gonna help you with that so you guys know how you're hurt and you you still smile nobody knows that your feelings are hurt you're in this room and somebody says something that that hurts your feelings or something that ticks you off or you know gets you in a bad place a bad space but yet you put this big cheese grin on your face and keep it moving like so. When you're in pain, you mask it with more of a push. You keep pushing. You keep going. You keep, oh, I got it. I got it. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. When that's not what he's calling you to do at this moment. He wants you to acknowledge the pain and deal with the pain. Stop trying to push your way into places that you don't need to be in until you deal with that pain. Come on, somebody. Shame. You mask shame with deception uh, as if you didn't do it. You know you did it. But you throwing rocks and hiding your hand because you don't want to look like the bad guy. (coughs) Y'all, excuse me. You don't want to look like the bad guy. You mask anger with fake love, false love. You overly try to love because you're angry. And in order to hide the anger, you execute all this fake love. It's not real love. It's conditional. It's conditional love. It's on terms. You got some terms behind this love that that you're executing. You have conditions. You know, it's, it's like your love is on a contract. Huh? Your love is on a contract. In three months, if I don't get this or I don't see this, boom. The love stops. Huh? That's not how God loves people. Resentment. You mask resentment with false loyalty. You resent people. You know why you resent people so long? I'm going to tell you about Tawana. Tawana, oh my God, that girl, Miss T. She could hold a grudge. Good God Almighty. Could hold, can hold, would hold. I'm not going to say will hold because I don't want to hold anything that's not like God. So I'm trying to get everything out that's not like him right now. But anyway, I could hold a grudge. I could resent you and still 
somewhat deal with you. But the reason that I could hold a grudge is because I'm going to give you the DNA, the aura of myself. I am a very loyal person. Very, very loyal person. I When I befriend you, I befriend you. But when you get on my bad side, oh, baby, you better you just keep it moving. That's the best thing for you until God deals with me because I'm a loyal person and loyal people don't do the fool with when they have been exposed to distrust from the other party. So you mask it with false loyalty. You keep pretending like you're loyal to this person or these people or these things when you know in your heart that you are not. When you know that you are one little hair away from breaking the camel's back. Okay, so real quick, guys. Luke chapter 12. Because there's always going to be an underlying scripture that goes with what we're talking about. Because I need y'all to understand that everything that we do in this lifetime, whether you're a Christian or not, you live by godly principles. On your job every single day, there are godly principles instilled in those jobs, period. Because there is nothing new under the sun. That's the scripture. There is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing new. There is not anything today that we can deal with that God has not already fashioned or answered or solved. There's not a problem that you can present to God that he doesn't have a solution to. Now, the key thing is we have the problems but we also have the solutions and you have the solutions. If you have the word, David said, thy word, have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee? Thy word, have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee? Because if I hide your word, if I hide this word close to my heart, it's going to prick some things. It's going to move some things. It's going to shake some things. It's going to keep me from being resentful. It's going to keep me from being angry. It's going to keep me from being hateful and spiteful and all these things that are not like God. Because when that thing, that word gets in your heart, it begins to circumcise your heart, pull back all that skin, all that, those layers that's not supposed to be there. And then he can get to the core of it and deal with you, you and you and you and you by yourself. Yes, sir. So Luke chapter 12, it says in the meantime, we're talking about the mask. Remember, we're still talking about the mask. Mentoring, mastering a secret kills. Mentoring and mastering a secret kills. Okay, so in the meantime, when there were gathered together an innumerable multi- multitude of people in so much that they trade or trolled one upon another, he began to say unto his disciples, first of all, beware ye of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed neither hid that shall not be known therefore whatsoever you have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light now i had to underline that because that 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 just got you know it's sometimes god just be he did throw things in there that make you be like hmm it says therefore whatsoever ye have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light 
Okay, I just need to touch on this real quick because this little key things like this right here that we'll be reading and we just jump right over, we miss. But that's some it's it's some substance in that right there, baby. Let me tell you, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna say it one more time. Therefore, whatsoever ye have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light. What does me speaking something in dark, how does me speaking something in dark have anything to do with light? Okay, so the scripture says life and death are in the power of the tongue. So something being spoken in the dark, having something to do with the light. Mm, here we go. When you get in a dark place, friend, friend, are you there? You listening? When you get in a dark place, and you will, mm-hmm, you will, be careful what you say while you are in that place. I'm going to say that again. When you get in a dark place, friend, because you will, you will get in a dark place. Be careful what you say while you are in that place. Do not give life in the dark to death-filled words because they will manifest right before you. Y'all don't believe that, do you? See, I'm telling you, it's substance in this cup, baby. It's substance in this cup. Because I'm about to show you how you've been mastering and mentoring a secret and it kills. It's going to kill you. If you keep wearing these, this mask, this masquerade, if you keep, 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 keep doing that. And I know we, we dealing with this, this, this coronavirus, you know, look, the little alcoholic beverage virus, corona, you know, that, that thing right there. We dealing with the coron that, 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 that virus. And people are wearing masks to protect themselves from from all these different antigens and, and things that are that are lurking in the air. To keep from getting sick, to keep from getting contaminated, they put on a mask. Now, hear me when I say this. You have to know when to mask and when not to. You have to know. God always gives us the armor. That we need to put on in order to secure ourselves. Huh? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. So I'm telling you, what I'm saying to you guys right now is be careful what you say in your dark place. In that dark, I don't want to say your dark place, in that dark place. Because you you will come upon a dark place. Let's let's just be real about it. But in but the reason we come upon those dark places is so that we can find the light in that place because we are a city on a hill that's what we're supposed to be the word is supposed to be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path and if we never apply the word to the situations that cannot jump off the page into our lives so you will get in a dark place. Just know that. Understand that. You will. You will. But while you're in that dark place, this is what I need you guys to do. 
I need you when you are in that place, when you feel like nobody cares about you, nobody loves you, you are always last, God forgot about you, where is your husband, where is your career change, where is the money that, you got three degrees, huh, where are the coins to go with those degrees, God, have you forgotten about me? Where is the wealth that's been promised to me? When you get in that place, how dare you say you are nothing? How dare you say I'm never going anywhere? I'm never going to succeed. I'm never going to be ahead. I'm always going to be behind. I've been behind all my life. I ain't never going to be able to catch up. How dare you say that? How dare you say that? When you are in that dark place, you speak life, not more death. Huh? Speak life. Speak life. Speak life, friend. Speak life. I'm telling you, you got to speak life. You have to speak life. You have to tell that situation. Uh-uh, baby. You, co- uh-uh. you coming out of this? This is only before time. This is not, trouble don't last always, weeping man do it for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And whenever your morning is, baby, hey, let's celebrate. Let's not stay weary in well-doing, because you will reap if you faint not. Huh? Okay, yes, we're still talking about the mask. We're talking about the mask that we put on, that, that we put on to hide out behind certain things. And the mask is so important today, it's so prevalent in my life because for years I hid behind pain. For years I hid behind shame. For years I hid behind hurt. For years I hid behind anger. For years I hid behind resentment. That's how I could tell you those things. Because I hid behind those things with all the things that I said were great masks. Yes. So for those women, I want to speak to right now. I want to speak to I'm not going to even say women because that's that's not even accurate. I want to speak to those people that have had sexual trauma in their lives that have been raped or molested. I'm speaking directly to you today. Because this is a subject that nobody wants to touch on. You know why? Because for years and years and years and years way back, people would sweep stuff under the rug. Uncle would mess with the niece, daddy would mess with the daughter, this that and the third. You know, all throughout the family incest going on and you know, friends of the family and stuff like that. And nobody talks about it. Everybody just grows up and think they're growing out. And you're not. Your growth has been stunted. And some people will say, yeah, but you know what? You got to let that stuff go. And you just got to move on. It happened. And, and, and it does not define me. And so forth and so forth. For those people, I applaud you. And I'm not being sarcastic. I am being so, 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 so serious. Because some people's level of pain to tolerate pain is greater than others. So it may not affect you the way that it affects me. See, I never went through postpartum depression after any of my children. I just never experienced that. But I know people that did. 
So your experience, we we both have delivered a baby, but our experiences were a little bit different. Y'all feel me? Okay. So I want to speak directly. Wait, I need some tea, y'all. Hold up, hold up, hold up. It's not Moscato. It's tea, y'all. Seriously. So don't be talking about, oh, she sound a little slurred in her speech. Nope. I'm very clean and clear, honeys. Yes, I am. Anyway, what I was saying was this. I want to speak to those people real quick today because I need for you to take the mask off. This is your season. This is your time. This is your year. You don't have to hide anymore. Okay, so it happened 10, 15, 20 years ago, and you still have to see the perpetrator, and you still mix and mingle with the perpetrator, and you still pretend as if everything is okay and it's not, um, and you still have this little hidden fear and intimidation that's buried down on the inside that when that person comes around it makes you feel totally uncomfortable you don't trust them around your children or your loved ones or what have you and you just you know it's created some bad energy in your family if you've spoken on it and if you have not spoken on it you're afraid to speak on it because you don't want to create that bad energy well let me explain something to you your peace of mind Your love level to God will not change if you continue to mask the pain, the hurt, the shame, the anger, the resentment, the confusion, and all those things that come with that thing. Because trust and know that those people that have been raped or molested in some form or fashion, there's some residue that's still there. If you didn't deal, if you haven't dealt with it yet, I'm, I'm speaking to the ones that, that haven't, de- that have not been brave enough to deal with it. Let's deal with it. Let's talk about it. Hey, th- let's talk about it. This your girl, Miss T. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm in. I'm in because there, the word of God said there is nothing hidden. It says, first of all, beware ye of the leaven of the Pharisees which is hypocrisy for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed neither hid that shall not be known so why are you holding all these secrets that's killing you get it out you don't have to tell the world you don't have to write a book you don't have to do a play you don't have to write a song i did those things but those are the things that i did to help me help somebody else Did it help me right away? Absolutely not. It did not because I was looking for a certain type of results from certain people and I did not get those results and it put me in an even darker place. But can I tell you that your deliverance is not predicated upon somebody else's response to what you're dealing with? Huh? Hello? Are you still there? Friend, are you with me? Because I need you healed, set free, and delivered. We're going to take the mask off. We're going to deal with some of these things on what's in that cup. Because what's in your cup needs to be dealt with. Yes. We got what you sipping on, what you drinking on, you will eventually become. So if you if you have a mask in your cup, you need to go ahead and spoon that up out of there. Go ahead and spoon that mask up out of there. 
and, and, and drop some truth in there. Let's deal with truth because truth equals life. We're going to have a teller moment with your girl, Miss T. Truth equals life moment. Yes, honey. Yes. 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 I need y'all to, I need y'all to hear me and hear me well because we are going to deal with the mask. So take the mask off. Talk about it. Talk about it. Inbox me if you need to inbox me. Call me. My number is 770-324-6799. Let's talk about it. Inbox me. I'm Tawana Thomas on Facebook. Tawana Thomas on Instagram. Tawana Thomas on Twitter. My last name is Gordon, but my maiden name is Thomas. So hit me up. Let's talk. Because sometimes all we need is an ear. We need to be able to relate to somebody that's been through our been through. You understand what I'm saying? So I, what I absolutely hate is for somebody that hasn't been through what I'm going through to tell me how to get through it. You cannot. You can make suggestions. And your suggestions still may not be as valid. But I would much rather watch somebody or know of somebody that went through the obstacle course successfully to come back and tell me what to watch out for what to dodge what to jump over what to go under what to hit and try to miss versus somebody that's standing behind the line with me that hadn't even gone yet hmm huh you cannot tell me how to get through something that you have not been through you can only make suggestions you can say, you know, well, God is love and God said forgive so that you may be forgiven. But you know what? For somebody that has an issue with unforgiveness for the same thing that I have an issue with unforgiveness for, I can I can I think I can better receive from them because I, they can tell me, listen, I know how you feel. And at the end of the day, you're not forgiving them for them. You're forgiving them for you because the word of God says, forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. So if God, if we're asking God to forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, again, there's that, there's that simile that as, as love your neighbor, as you love yourself, everything starts with you, baby. Everything starts with you. Everything starts with you. Point that thumb, point that thumb back towards you. Everything starts with you and going back up to God and then it goes out to the people. Anybody that you're dealing with, it starts with you. You have to take the mask off first. We have to deal with what's going on within us first. So there were a lot of times that I act, you know, I would act out and do certain things because I was looking for a certain response from my family members pertaining to the situation. I wanted people to understand the hurt that it caused, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm, let's just, I'm just, I'm just going to be open and honest and be real. Y'all, excuse me. Got a little cold going on here, but in, no, I don't know. I do not have the virus. I do not. The devil is a lie. Okay. Anyway, so. It left me stained, scarred. Though I was quiet, and anybody that, that went, to, went to high school with me knows, you know, I was a very jovial type person. I was into every, just about every sport it was. Um, I was pretty studious and, um, you know, uh, a, so, a social bug, if I could say that. And I pretty much got along with just about anybody. I could mix and mingle with any race, ethnic group of people. 
because I was versatile like that. But nobody knew that on the weekends when I would go to visit, you know, my sister, that I would be tampered with by the person that was supposed to be watching over me and taking care of me and loving me. Nobody knew that. Not even my real father knew that. My father passed away in 1999 never knowing. He never knew. Because I I could not find, I couldn't pull myself to tell my father. Because I felt like if I would have told my father, uh, the other person would have gone to jail. And I didn't want that because of another sibling of mine. So I just did I just kept it all to myself. Now it somebody listening that might get upset because I'm being so transparent, you can go ahead and, and just click off. Or you can listen and hear and learn. Cause your girl right here gonna be free. And I'm not talking about this this situation out of anger, out of hurt, out of resentment, out of pain, out of any of those things. We have to learn how to begin the healing process so that we can talk out of a healed place and not a hurt place. Because we can't help anybody if we're talking out of a hurt place because that's all they're going to hear is anger, resentment, hurt. That's all they're going to hear. Unforgiveness, wrath, malice, strife. That's what they're going to hear. So forgiveness doesn't mean that I have to pick up where we left off. Forgiveness means that I have made peace within myself about the situation. That whether if it changes, if you come and apologize to me, good. If you don't, good. I'm still going to be good. That's what forgiveness is. So don't get it twisted and make people make you feel like you got to go be ace boom coon with people that trampled all over you because you don't. You have to rebuild trust. And that works on both ends. You're not going to be in a relationship with husband and wife and and, and let that, that spouse keep coming back if they keep stepping out. They have to do certain things to win your trust back. Right? Come on now, let's be real. Uh, this is hey, this is a real, this is a real, real show. Okay, for real, for real. We talking about for real, for real, grown up, for real, for real stuff. Like I really want you healed, set free, and delivered. I want you walking into that prophetic flow that God has set and ordained for you in this season. I want you to attain the wealth that God has blessed you with. He's giving you a measure to attain your wealth, but you can't get it because you're so overcrowded. You're behind. You're wearing this mask, and the people that need to find you, they can't because you have on a mask. They can't see you. Take the mask off, please. Take the mask off. Nobody cares. Nobody cares that you have a spot, blemish, or a wrinkle. You know why? Because once you take the mask off and you start treating those spots and those blemishes and those wrinkles, your beauty is go- that your beauty is going to be revealed. It's going to come back. So take the mask off. The mask is keeping you hidden from your true self you are having an identity crisis because you have started to believe that the person behind the person that's operating behind the mask is the real person and it's not it's counterfeit because you know why i say that because god is not anger god is not malice god is not unforgiveness god is not hate 
So everything that you that that the devil throws at you to make it okay for you to be that way, baby, it's a trick of the enemy because he wants as many as he can to go with him where he's already designated to go. See, one thing's for sure, two things for certain. Satan's place has already been orchestrated. It's a that's a definite for him. Now it's a possible for you to want to pop, yeah. But you can change that if you play your cards right. Huh? You can change that if you play your cards right. If you take the mask off, if you be real, if you be true to thine own self, that's William Shakespeare. Be true to thine own self so you can live a healthy, whole, balanced life. You got to be truthful with yourself. If you hurt, say you're hurt. If you're hurt, say that you are hurt. If they hurt you, tell them that they hurt you. And then you let them deal with how they're going to fix what they did. And if they choose not to fix it, sweetie, honey, pie. Let me explain something to you. That is not your business. Huh? It is not your business. You can't change people. You can't make anybody do anything that you want done on your behalf. The only person that you have control over is you. You, 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 and you, friend. Yes. Yes. So stop trying to change people. Stop trying to get people to see your point of view. Whether your point of view may be right or not, whether it's valid or not, you have to allow people the space to get revelation for themselves. Even when you're trying to get somebody, convert someone to Christianity, teach them how to be a follower of Christ. You cannot, you cannot shove the word down people's throat. You cannot make people feel bad for not being where you are. Spiritually, you cannot because you didn't get to where you are overnight. So you have to give people the time and the space to grow. And until those perpetrators or the offenders or what have you get into a place where they, they are humble and their hearts are softened and they allow and they allow the scales to come off of their eyes or they even inquire to God about the scales coming off their eyes. However it may be, you have to move out of the way, move yourself out of the way so that you don't cause more hurt. And can I tell you, friend, that that's what I did. I damaged so many relationships because of one relationship that was sour or two relationships that was sour. Now I have about 10 or 15 that have accumulated because I wanted people to understand how I was feeling. And I was trying to force feed it down their throat. Like, how can you not understand? Blah, 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 blah. And you need to understand. No, they don't. They don't. They don't have to. Everybody has a right. To make whatever decision that they want to make. Just like the the person that, that's choosing to not apologize for their error in your, you know, whatever it was done to break up the relationship. If they choose not to apologize, guess what? They have a right to do that. But you have a right to deal with them accordingly as well. So if because they're not apologizing to you, because they're not acknowledging and humbling themselves and saying, hey, I erred, I messed up. Um, please forgive me if that's what's required for you to have a relationship, a good relationship with them. Guess what? There's nothing wrong with your requirement. 
You have to set standards and, and, and boundaries for your own self. You have to set your own self up for success, for safety, for security. And God will show you according to the word how to do that. The word of the Lord says, guard your heart with all truth. Again, be true to thine own self. William Shakespeare. So that you can live a healthy, whole, balanced life. If you keep walking with this mask on, you keep mastering and mentoring these secrets, these things that, you know, that's tearing you up on the inside. You, you're in for a world of, of trouble. I don't know how old you are. I don't know who's listening. I don't know where you are in your life right now. But I'm telling you that you're in a season. You're in a season where the ground is ripe, where the ground is fertile, where the harvest is so, so, so plentiful. And God wants you to be happy. He wants you happy. You've been unhappy long enough. You've been miserable long enough and tried to bring people with you because misery loves company. Yes, it does. And I'm, I'm talking about Tawana. I'm talking about Miss T. Because when you're miserable, when you're not happy, everything else around you, if, the, if it looks happy, you going you and not that you're intentionally, I'm going to say not that I, not that I intentionally tried to make people unhappy, but when you don't know how to be happy, when you don't know how to hold on to it for yourself, you go, today I'm happy, but tomorrow I'm down. Today I'm up, tomorrow I'm down. Today I'm up, tomorrow I'm down, blah, blah, blah. And it keeps, this little cycle keeps going, 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 because you're still expecting something from somebody and you're not getting it. So you try to cope with not getting it, but then something happens and you fall back again. So what you're going to have to do, this is the antidote. This is the key. You are going to have to accept that they may never acknowledge their error. You are going to have to accept that he may never tell the truth. He may never come clean and say he did it. You are going to have to accept that they may never believe that he did it or she did it. I'm talking to my the, my rape victims and the, those that have been molested and those that have been, been um, uh, privy to adultery. Yes. He may never, ever, ever admit that you were not the problem. You were not the reason that he stepped out of the marriage. He, he, he's, he may always, in, in the back of his mind, say, Yeah, but if you would have just slept with me one more extra night, at least four nights instead of three, maybe I wouldn't have had that extra hunger to go sleep with somebody else. Maybe if you would have wore your skirt a little bit shorter and start wearing those those church dresses all the time, maybe I would not have cheated. You know, maybe if you would have uh, put on a little more lipstick, like wore like some exotic colors like purple sometimes and not always that nude looking color, like make it pop, girl, make it pop. Maybe if you would have made it pop, I wouldn't have stepped out. No, baby, you it's not your fault. 
It's not your fault. It's not. If you were doing what you were supposed to be doing as a wife, it's not your fault. It was him or her. And I can say that because I've been on both ends. Huh? Hello? Yes. Miss T, I have been on both ends. I have been the adulterer. And I have been the one that has been cheated on. And um, I became the perpetrator after being the victim for so long. I came out fighting. Yes, I put the dukes up, baby. I was like, oh, really? So this how this is what we doing? This this I told you. We not we're not gonna keep doing it like this. So then I put yeah, I put on my boxing gloves too. Yes, honey, yes, I did that. Uh-huh, and I did it well. I told y'all I'm either hot or cold. Ain't no in-between. So when I sin, I sin. Yes, I had I had to have a reason to go to the altar. I wasn't just at the altar for nothing. If you, if anybody saw me at the altar, child, it was cause I had to get them. Ooh, honey, get them things off of me. Yes, I did, and I guess what? And I'm so glad I did because when you are when you learn to be true to thine own self, healing. And deliverance is sure. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So before I leave you today, because I feel like we have had a party today. Hey, 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 hey. I feel like we have had a party today. Mm, mm, I don't know where this coming from. Hey. But it's not my birthday. Mm, it's not my birthday. Mm, it's not my birthday. But I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. Yes. I'm happy, y'all. I'm happy. Everything is not how I want it. Everything is not going exactly how I want it. The way that I want it. When I want it. Blah, 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 blah. And it probably never will. But at the end of the day, Paul said, learn to be content in the space that you're in. Yes. Trust God in that space. Remember, we're going to take the mask off. We're not, we're no longer going to mentor, master mentoring a secret that kills Explore it. Get it out. Talk to somebody. You ain't got to talk to the world. You ain't got to go live like Miss T. You ain't got to write a book. You ain't got to write a song. You ain't got to do a play. You ain't got to do none of that. You can just go sit and talk to a counselor. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out. Talk about it. Let's talk about it, baby, because I want you healed. I want you set free, and I want you delivered. And remember, the Word of God says that, that there is nothing covered. That shall not be revealed. So if you don't want to uncover it, he will. In some form or fashion. So if you're hiding, come out, come out, come out wherever you are. This is your time. This is your this is your space. This is your window. This is your opportunity. This is your door. Make your make let's make this door a platform. We're gonna we're gonna open the door. We're gonna bust the door down and we're gonna walk on it. We're gonna make this door a platform and we're gonna walk into our newness of life. Yes. Yes. No longer trying to people please. No longer 
trying to love people better than you love yourself. No longer hiding behind hurt and pain and resentment and anger and all those things and that shame. Be true to thine own self so that you can live a healthy, healed, whole life. Yes, it's time. It's 2020 and the vision of God is real crisp and clear. And, and, and a lot of people are taking on 2020 because 2020 vision, 2020 vision, 2020 vision. No, it's double, double. Mm-hmm. It's double, double. The stuff that you've been through. God is getting ready to bless you exceedingly and abundantly above all that you may ask or think according to the power that worketh in you. Double, double. You are responsible for the double. You are responsible for your double. You are responsible for your double because he's going to, he'll do it, but you got to do something first. You got to give him something to work with people. So friends, I, I love you. And there is nothing you can do about it. This was this was your girl, Miss T. With what's in that cup, what's in that cup. And we are going to have another edition of some more self-love, taking the mask off, and we're gonna see what, what's in that cup for next week. But I tell you this and I tell you that. It's going to be some substance in there, baby. Yes, it is. So I'm ready for whatever is in that cup because in this season. Ah, that prophetic thing is just flowing, it's flowing, it's flowing, and I'm open. I'm open to it, God. I'm open. My arms are wide open. I'm ready to release it and release it now. I'm ready to move forward. I'm ready to move forward fast, and I'm ready to get those things that have been sitting and waiting for me in the field. I'm going to glean. I'm going to get my stuff, y'all. Y'all coming with me? Come on. Get your keys. Let's go. Let's go get the keys. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You riding the BMW. You riding the Mustang. You riding the Mercedes. You riding the Lexus. You riding the Rover. You riding in the toot toot. Mm -mm, boop, boop, mm -mm. Whatever you riding in, baby, let's ride. 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 Hey. Again, this your girl, Miss T. Tea time. What's in that cup? What's in that cup? Next week, I'll be right back at you, baby. I love you. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Release it and release it now. Goodbye.